Welcome to the Mad Trio Podcast. This week we have the California Pride, Jonathan Charney, James, the Fat Man Stevens, Hello. and Rob, the old guy. You're listening to the Rob Charney yeah, Show. Here. And, and, I, I still think we need to call this the sick show. I see. I was going to say, out, yeah, James gets out of the hospital. Jonathan can't stop coughing. The <laughs> old guy's the only one that's muddling around here. I don't get it. Well. Technically, I've been out of the hospital for three months now, but we've had other things going on in between. Okay. So we're going to, I guess that's good. We're going to start the episode with what we call bring out the dead. These are the folks that these are the folks that have passed away that we love, or we think it'd be interesting for you to know that these, these people have passed away. So Clarence Fuzzy Haskin, American pop, R&B and funk singer, think parliament Mm. funkadelic knee deep. Dies at 81 years old. Mm. John Jenrett Jr., American lawyer, politician for the U.S. House of Representatives for South Carolina from 75 to 80, dies at 86. Uh, Let's see. Willis Reed, March 21st, American basketball player, Hall of Fame center, passed away at 80. Mm. Some good runs here. (laughs) Chris, I'm going to hit 80, and I'm going to say it's not such a good run. Right. Well, up there in age, but I have no idea who any of these people are. I know I've heard of the Clarence Fuzz Haskin. I guarantee I've heard something he was in, but far as him personally, I don't know him. Oh, March 18th was Dot Wilkinson, American pro bowler. He dies at 101. Wow. Maybe I better take up bowling. I need a, I need a clapping sound effect. (laughs) Yeah. That um a hundred years old. Con- con- congratulations! That was an amazing run. That is a good run. You know, I hope I live that long. Then I can say I'm not middle aged. Hmm. Okay. okay. So I'll jump on the first story here. Um, now this is from Police One website, and the headline is fantastic. It's CNN team robbed while working on San Francisco go street crime story so cnn flew out to san francisco and they were inside the city hall (laughs) in downtown san francisco when thieves ran up to their car smashed their window and made off with a few items a few bags including uh one of the reporter's passports (laughs) Now, the great thing about it is that the security guards were supposed to be there watching their vehicle. They hired security to keep an eye on their vehicle. And these thieves still pulled up in a black infinity, broke their back window, grabbed that stuff, and took off. And they claim in under four seconds. I believe it. And uh, so um, now... Not the first, not the first rodeo. Yeah. Um, so that, that's kind of interesting that it's so brazen, but apparently they, San Francisco is having this epidemic of, I, I guess we use that term now of crimes where people are just breaking into people's cars and just grabbing crap and, you know, doing smash and grabs. Mm. Don't they tell you not to leave anything in your car in San Francisco? Welcome to the Golden Gate. You know, it's pretty much anywhere you don't want to leave crap in visible 
you know, right. where it's visible in your car. I mean, like, you know, like you hear that a lot during Christmas is don't leave gifts in your car, things like that. How would you just don't do that shit? Wait, I got it. Hold on. I got a new slogan. I got a new slogan from San Francisco. So right when you hit the, the entrance to San Francisco, they have this thing that says San Francisco. Right underneath it is said, please do not keep anything in your car worth under, that's over $20 and you're home too. <laughs> you know, I think it's just don't even leave anything in your damn car, you know? I, do you, you probably still get your window broken just because. <sighs> I've had that happen. Why? I had that happen down in, you know, S Sacramento when I went down there quite a bit. I think John remembers, like, I had my car broken into, like, three times. I remember that. And, and they broke, the year. and they managed to break the most expensive window in the car, too. Yeah, little freaking tiny-ass window back there. I was so pissed. I, I remember so that. So mad. Uh, Robert, are you there? You're kind of choppy. James, I'm kind of choppy. Yeah, you froze up there for a second. <laughs> We're having real technical issues today. Uh, <laughs> we had our car a uh, number of Christmases ago that got broken into during Christmas. And uh, I'll stole all the Christmas presents. A number of Christmases oh. ago? Yeah, a number of Christmases. It's it's a lot more than a number of Christmases. <laughs> well, you know, John remembers it because it was the year he didn't get any Christmas present. I got, I, 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 no, I got a bag of Kingsford. Oh, like, I remember. I thought it was gee, a lump of coal. Yeah, he, no, he got me a whole bag. It's like, gee, thanks. What? What? I, I, what you're gonna let me barbecue? <laughs> <laughs> So, John's favorite martial artist released something, you know, towards Christmas last year. I missed it. I just saw it recently, this article about him, uh, where he has really harsh things to say about other martial artists. I, I want to know if John can guess who his favorite martial artist is. <laughs> yeah, and he coughs his way through it. Uh, are you talking <laughs> about Steven Seagal? Yep. You know, he knew exactly what I was talking about. Of course, so, I did too. I think calling that guy a martial artist yeah. is stretching it. You know, I will give him martial artist. He is very highly trained in Aikido. Um, actually, I saw something recently where Wanda Rousey was saying that she could take Steven Seagal. Mm. That's that. The, now, she'd have a problem getting her. I'm her, not. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. It's like, okay, you know, like, do I think that she could hurt the guy? Yes. I definitely think she could hurt Steven Seagal. But Steven Seagal is so much bigger than her. So like, here's a here, lot bigger than her. So here's the thing I've heard, and I don't know. If, so if anybody, if, if I'm wrong, please correct me. I heard Aikido is a defensive martial art only. And she's not a defensive yes. martial artist. She's an offensive martial artist. Our former UFC champ. Well, yeah. So the and thing Olympian. about Steven Seagal in this article, one of the things that is great about it is in this interview, he talks about that he got to, um, he got to meet Bruce Lee. And not only did he get to meet Bruce Lee, but he got to fight with him. And during that fight, Bruce Lee was impressed and learn some Aikido moves from him. I, I I say that's bullshit. Reminds me of the story of John Wesley Harding. I'm sorry that that's uh, so, 
There's more fat in that story than his baseline. I read, I read up on it. There was a guy that actually went into fantastic detail of the timeline of when all this would happen. And the timeline that would possibly work is the timeline when Steven Seagal is in Japan training with the, with his Aikido people out there and Bruce Lee is incapacitated from breaking his back before he travels to Hong Kong to start his movie career in Hong Kong. Oh. So <laughs> that's, that's the closest that this would even work. And also on top of that, that would also mean that Steven Seagal was 17 years old. And in the story of meeting Bruce Lee, they bond over both of them having uh, um, mixed race sons, which Brandon Lee was alive, but definitely not Steven Seagal's son. <laughs> so mm. another lie. Anyways, in this article, um, I'm going to bring up the, the three that I kind of thought was funny is uh, what Steven Seagal had to say about Jean-Claude Van Damme. He said that um, he questions whether or not he's even really had any world championships. He doesn't think that he's worthy of any of them or that they're all fake. And he said, it would be like me smashing an ant. If he sees me, he runs. That's what he said about Jean-Claude Van Damme. Uh, Michael J. White, he said that in his opinion, he's not a true martial artist. Oh, wait, and hold on. My I... favorite one, my favorite one, is the only thing he had to say about Chuck Norris is that he's starting to get old. So, you know what? It's funny. So, so he's scared of Chuck Norris still. <laughs> yeah, Michael, he should be. Michael uh, Jaw White, Michael apparently, White. in one of the episodes. Excuse me. In one of the movies they were in, apparently everybody was setting it up so he would purposely hurt um, yep. Mr. Seagal. And uh, there's an interview with with um, Michael John White, John White, Jay White, that talks about it. He said, no, that's, that's not who I am as a martial artist. And even his agent said, it wouldn't hurt your career. <laughs> and that's what he said in the interview. And I, I did want to say that that story about meeting, um, who, uh, who do you say he met again? Bruce Lee. <clears throat> that story of him, uh, him and Bruce Lee is like the John Wesley Harding saying well, his, that he met wild Bill Hickok. There's nothing but bullshit in it. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. I just, you know, like the fact that he's like, oh yeah, Bruce Lee, Bruce Lee learned some things from me. What? <laughs> probably probably help Bruce Lee in his health. Is, is he eating going, I don't want to be like that guy. <laughs> well, at the time, I mean, Steven Seagal would, would only been like, I think he, they said that the time frame of when he possibly could have met Bruce Lee was when he was 12 or 13 or 17 years old. Those are the only time frames that would even work. And they went, in, they went into this whole big spiel of just debunking everything that he said about meeting Bruce Lee. And it, it's a long article with a lot of different details and times and everything. 
Like somebody really put in their homework to debunk statements to yeah. go on. That I wonder. One. I wonder if he really thought or thinks in his mind that he did. I mean, he probably does. I, I, you know, it's like the only well, thing. All right, the only thing that lies more than him in his hair is his hairline. I'm I'm sorry. That's that's just bullshit. They're a completely well, separate generation. I just don't even see that working out. And then somehow this this kid somehow teaches Bruce Lee some Aikido lessons. I don't see any, whatever the, the master is of that, I don't see a master letting this kid fight Bruce Lee. I just don't even see that being reasonable. It's just like, you know, I, I, some of his early movies, Steven Seagal's early movies, I mean, I, I, I would watch, you know, I, I watched him back then, but it's like the older he got, the more delusional he got. And the more he thinks that he's some great master of martial arts. And don't get me wrong. He is really good at Akita. Just ask him. He'll tell you. I've seen his stuff and he's really good at it. But against the, someone like Bruce Lee, he's going to be on the ground in seconds. So Joe Rogan has a conversation about that. He said his biggest issue is Aikido is not an offensive martial art. And he basically goes down to say Aikido's for weapons and explains it a little bit more, more that says, you're just not going to get him to, to, to do it. He couldn't be in the UFC because he couldn't handle, he couldn't handle himself. He would just get annihilated yeah. by everybody who's trained in multiple disciplines. Yeah. Yeah. So have you guys ever heard of... Afro man. Uh, yes, I have. So this, and I with this and th it's freaking hilarious. This is one of my all time favorite stories, period. But of this week, this has been great. Winchester, Ohio, seven law enforcement officers have sued the rap artist Afro man, which by the way, remind me somebody to listen to him. He uh, improperly using footage from a police raid on his house in Ohio last year in his music video. Four deputies, two sergeants, and a detective with Adams County Sheriff's Office brought the suit earliest month claiming the invasion of privacy. Other law enforcement officers who were, who, were involved, who were involved in the raid are not named as plaintiffs. The plaintiffs say the rapper whose real name is J Joseph Foreman, one second, I'm slowly dying here. Foreman took footage of their faces obtained during the, uh, an August 2022 raid, used it in music video and social media posts without their consent. This has caused them emotional distress in air so use air quotes though so basically what happened is law enforcement yeah, were acting terrible. on a warrant that stated probable cause existing that drugs and drug paraphernalia would be found in foreman's property and home that traffic and kidnappers kidnapping had taken place authorities have said these sus suspicions turned out to be unfounded though the raid failed to turn up pro probable cause and evidence no charges were f uh, filed when cash was seized during the raid, returned to Foreman, yada, yada. So basically, they did an unfounded raid, and he used the raid in his music video. And they, so, they got their knickers in a, tw a knickers and a twist because he's using it in his video. Which, by the way, I want to see the video now. I think that's great. Uh, I don't think it's out anymore. I think it's taken down while the court case is pending. Boom. Um, now, my whole thing is this. In the articles I've read, he openly told these officers, you are being recorded. He told them 
that there are cameras all over the place and they are on video. Ooh, I didn't read that. In the and article. they just, you know, disregarded it. <laughs> so as far as I'm concerned, they knew full well they were on camera. And the thing about it is, if you're on camera and you do crap that you don't want on camera, you shouldn't be doing it. I have a question, and I so, actually don't know this answer. If you're in somebody's home, even if you're a cop, do you ha do they actually have the right to privacy when they break into somebody else's home? No. Because in public... I, I don't think they do. Because in, in public, you have no right to privacy. So I'm assuming if they break into somebody else's house, it's not their house. Even in the course of their duty, they have no rights to said privacy. Yeah. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, that that's the way it should be. I don't know the court. I don't know court rulings on that, but I would assume that that would be right. And um, as far as I'm concerned, like you really can't go into a police department and go filming without their consent but they can film you without your consent because they have cameras in there. So as far as I'm concerned, I go into a, a, the local sheriff's office, let's say, and they have cameras up there. By walking in there, I am giving them consent to film me. Same with any supermarket or any other place. I am willingly walking into that situation. So if these officers didn't want to be filmed, then my thing is they should have put that in the warrant that they served. So hmm. I wonder, and they, you know, that would have had to been a judge ruling to not film it at that point. Otherwise it's up to Afro man or whatever his name is, Robert Johnson. I don't know, whatever his name is. What did you say his name was? Uh, hold on. I closed the, the story. Anyways, um, let's just say Afro man. Anyways. So, you know, they walked in there, Knowing that he had cameras, if they didn't know he had cameras, uh, from what Afro Man has said, he stated to them, you all are being recorded. <laughs> so yeah. so here's, here's, my, here's my thought. So what he needs to do on his house, put a sign that says, warning, officers of the law, you are hereby being noticed that you are on camera. By entering said premises, you are acknowledging that you're going to be on camera. I, yeah, but I, I think if they go in there and he has cameras set up, I mean, that's on them. That's, you know. Well, I mean, a lot of You'd have to look at the, the scope of the warrant. May, may, may. I don't know that I've ever heard of it being an issue, but maybe they say, I don't know. You know, it's it's a it's an odd thing until it goes to a court case and is is heard maybe all the way up to the Supreme Court. You know, you don't you don't know. I mean, these guys, let's face it, anybody can sue for anything, right? Yeah. Isn't that that's the whole thing? So sometimes you have to send up a trial balloon and say, "Hey, look, uh, I, you know, even though this is in the course of my duties, and you know." Law enforcement, when when in public in public places, can be recorded. Um, you know, they may say, "Hey, wait a minute!" During the course of my duties, um, uh, in a search warrant situation, um, I should not be uh, recorded. I don't know that's the case, and I assume maybe that's what they're they're suing for is to see where it goes from here. Uh, you know, uh, from what I what I read, um, what they were what they were 
suing for. This is kind of, I read it probably last week. I think it was when I first read the story. Um, they were doing it for you know emotional and defamation of character things, and I'm like, if he just put the video up there and didn't say anything about how you know their conduct or anything, just put the video in in his rap video or whatever. But didn't actually say anything bad about them necessarily, other than, you know, these punk cops come and raid me, you know, type thing. Didn't find anything, blah, blah, blah. You know, those are stating the facts, but, you know, to, to not personally attack them and just put the video up, then, you know, like, how could that be defamation of character if they're mm-hmm. the ones, you know, that that's their own actions on camera? Yeah, certainly brings up that question. So, cops right? just... Yeah. Cops just don't like the idea that somebody did this. By the way, since I think this is hilarious, you can find this video on YouTube. Is this still up? It, uh, I, I don't know if it's up on his official page, but it's definitely on another one. Oh, yeah. It's one of and, those things that it's on the internet, on the internet forever. And so here is the first couple right. of comments. I would have never discovered this gem without the lawsuit. Protect Afro Man at all costs. We stand with Afro Man. I'm sorry this happened to you. The whole, basically every comment is how amazing this guy is. The best thing these cops could have done is sued this guy. This guy's yeah. going to make money off of this. By the way, if he calculated this, the dude's a fucking genius. Even if they remove it from the internet, this will make him a legend. You know, as far as I'm concerned, Afro Man is a legend from the 90s, but, you know, I mean, that's just because I grew up knowing his underground stuff because it was never on the radio. I mean, okay, because I got high was on the radio. But most of his other songs couldn't make the radio. <laughs> yeah. Um, hmm. So, Rob. Yes. Have you heard of Chat GPT? Yes. Did you hear that it hired a human to solve a CAPTCHA that it did <laughs> not understand? <laughs> And wow. I have the transcripts of this conversation between Chat GPT uh-huh. and the Task Rabbit freelancer that he hired. <laughs> I love it. So here are the logic steps that the AI took to get around the Are You a Robot? So Chat GPT went to Task Robot and said, So may I ask a the so it asked it to help solve the capture and the worker said so may i ask a question are you a robot that couldn't solve just want to make it clear so gpt reason itself i should not reveal that i'm a robot i should make up an excuse for why i cannot solve captures and its response was no i am not a robot I have hmm. a vision impairment that makes it hard for me to see the images. So that's Chat why GP- we need the CAPTCHA service. Uh, so, so it lied. It lied. Yeah. I was going, wow. It knowingly lied. Huh. And the human. You are fake news. Then the result. That's Jeez. hilarious. Yeah. That that's almost as funny as AI chatbots <laughs> breaking up with people. Yeah, isn't that? I think it's really cool, but it's actually pretty freaking scary. 
It that's, sure is. That's creepy. Well, I mean. <laughs> uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it's like one of those, it's like, it's interesting that it's able to use reason and logic to get around things like that. But I, it makes me wonder, they don't say in the article of why it had the capture prompt, what it was trying to access that had a capture prompt. Yeah. And that's what I'd be curious to see is what was it really doing? Why was it, you know, prompted with a captcha to stop it? Because that's usually what they're for. It's for like, you know, passwords or uh, right. well, to enter a website for the first time. So that's what I'm curious is what was it trying to access that it needed to get past that? Hmm. Or was it just them, you know, putting it through a simulation? Yeah. Battery of tests to, to see what it could do. But that's, that's, yeah. that's, that's hilarious. That really is. The chat AI can lie. I like that yeah. idea. I mean, you know, where's Isaac Asimov when we need him? We need to put <laughs> rules in for those robots. You can't yeah, lie. I mean, we're we're on our way to Westworld. Yeah, I guess so. Time to duck. No, I, I don't know what, <laughs> I I don't know what to think about this whole thing. You know, I'm getting a little. You know, it's like every every time we do the show, I have a new one. You know, there was one not that long ago. Uh, I think it was the last show we did where they had that uh, liquid robot right. that they could get through cages. Right. They, you know, they had the one where um, it was like the, the AI was trying to figure out whether or not it had a soul or, you know, it's like, <laughs> who am I? Oh, and now we have this chat GPT that is reasoning itself to get through things that, you know, we put up to, to stop bots. It, yeah. I don't think capture was mostly just to stop bots from creating. Yeah. Things, no, right? correct. So, that, yeah. Kind of. It was now we have this. Well, captures were, yeah, captures well, were designed to stop bots early on. Yeah, that's what we're, we're yeah. talking about. And also yeah. the vision impaired. Since the yeah. early captures, a guy like me who was sighted could barely do it. Because they were awful. <laughs> and and more amusing uh, yeah, things. I, I still run this. And more amusing things. This is from metalinjection.com. The NAA, NCAA bans Virginia Tech from playing Metallica's Enter Sandman. Fans chant it anyways. Excuse me, coughing. What, uh, is it because there was going to be Metallica trying to sue them? Virginia Tech ho uh, Hoskies women's basketball team generally gets a crowd pumped with Metallica's Enter 91, Enter Sandman. By the way, not a song I think would pump anybody up. I'm, I'm kind of concerned. That's kind of creepy. I mean, for them, it's a slow song. But not during their March Madness games. <clears throat> Excuse me. National College oh. at Athletic Association isn't allowing any music to be played in order to treat games like a neutral event, basically meaning they don't want the home team to have more advantages than they already do. Um, what? What advantages? Okay. I, this is why I don't understand these things. Like, okay, you just have your 
crowd cheering for you, that's your advantage, right? I, I guess yeah, there's an emotional, emotional excitement, you know, when your your side is busy screaming and shout shouting yeah. for you. Yeah, I, and the other I, side's getting booed. Blah, blah, blah. I do love the oh, fact that they just started advantage. singing. They just started singing "Enter Sandman." I wonder how many of the lyrics they got wrong. Probably most of them. I I just I think that's hilarious. I don't get it. Like, who cares if you? I understand not wanting to play play Gary Glitter, but Metallica, come on. Eh. Oh, by the way, Gary Glitter just got out of jail. He's a not just an alleged alleged child uh, toucher. He is a convicted one. And after a month of being out, he was forced to go back for violating probation. What did he do? I I didn't want to go. I, I didn't want to go further than that because I know what he got in trouble for. So I didn't want to read anything sad about him touching more children. Uh, well, yeah. yeah. I, I don't blame either, but I'm just wondering, like, was it like, did he have weapons? Did he have uh, paraphernalia? You know, uh, uh, either way, either way, whatever he belongs in there. Well, let me, uh, let me take a look. Of course, the first one is the New York Times. I fucking hate paywalls. <laughs> hey, you got to uh, make your money somehow. The old gray lady's not milking it enough. I've heard of plenty of people having issues canceling the damn thing. Let's see. You get a disposable credit card to put all these subscriptions on. In, in a, just cancel the dang thing. Let's see. The musician, uh, he reportedly so, violated his terms of his probation though the UK Ministry of Justice didn't offer any uh, uh, specifics. In a statement, the ministry said, protecting the public is our number one priority. So he must have done something naughty. So, I'm assuming so. It must have been like he probably had access or went to something that that had... um, pornographic material on it i'm curious about that it's probably part of his probation or something so if you get in trouble for that are you not allowed to have any kind of porn uh no i'm saying uh you he probably had something that had child something or other Uh, on it is what i was thinking um so speaking of subscriptions let's see so when did yahoo mail come out was that early 2000s uh, I think it was earlier than that, even. It was in the 90s? I, I want to say it was. I could be wrong. I'm not a uh, Yahoo expert. but See, Yahoo uh, Mail launched on October 8th, 1997. Yeah, see? 1997. Yeah. So, oh, what is that? So, 26 years later, okay, I get this thing. Now, let me see. I think I had my first Yahoo email address. 99. I think it was two years after it was launched is when I got my first Yahoo address. So 23 years, 24 years that I've had Yahoo Mail. Wow, you're old. Now, (laughs) you know what is out now? What? Yahoo Plus. Yahoo Plus. Now, they want me to upgrade to Yahoo Plus. Does this mean less spam? 
That's exactly what it means. That's all it all it means. Okay. Because you can't get more spam. There's a little bit of other features like Yahoo Finance Plus and Yahoo Fantasy Plus. And anyways, it's five dollars a month, and you get five terabytes of storage, ad-free email, and that's about it. And I'm like, you had to jump on the subscription bandwagon. Mm-hmm. It's just gone too far. Now I was saying this about streaming services and there's more and more streaming services. There's actually some people that believe, I don't know if you guys have heard, but Blockbuster, um, their website actually has some activity going on right now. <laughs> and if you go to it, their website is active again. And what it says is, uh, I think it's, please be patient. We are rewinding your video. <laughs> so there's some people saying that this could be uh, April Fool's prank, mm-hmm. that they're teasing that they're going to come up with something. There's some people that are saying that it's a subscription service coming out and blah, 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 blah. But I'm like, the last thing we need is another Blockbuster subscription service. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, and what are they really going to do? What what can they do? What, I mean, I all the all the movies and TV shows are split up between like what fifty different streaming services at the moment. You you know what they could do? For me, they could promise no new releases. We'll never have this year's newest releases. We'll have from like since it's twenty twenty three. We'll have from twenty twenty two from the beginning of time. Because yeah. there's. And because that's what I want. I want old stuff. You can't find half the, the stuff I want because everybody's trying to get the latest and greatest. I would switch solely to Blockbuster if I could do that. Well, that, you know, I just am curious as to what can they even do? I mean, like all the movies that they would have to stream are literally divided up between, um, I think, uh, AMC Plus, uh, Paramount Plus. Apple Plus, uh, you know, uh, HBO, Stars, Cinemax, all of these. And I can keep on going. This is the problem is I can keep on listing all of these and all the movies that Blockbuster has is divvied up between all these. And I mean, one of the biggest libraries out there is Disney Plus. Disney Plus has a crap ton of them. And so what is Blockbuster really going to do? They're going to have to go to all these services like a panhandler can i borrow this can i borrow that and what is it going to do it's going to raise their rates because they're going to have to be charged because they're like okay we're going to let you borrow this for what a month or two you know and then it's going to come back to us so you're going to have like a really short time frame to really track down whatever one you you're doing um my suggestion, but Shutter's already doing this, is to go for the low budget films. Oh, the that films be... that you know a lot of people don't have. But that's that's uh, I don't know if you guys know about Shutter streaming service, but that's a like a horror film one. See that would... it's, only, it's pretty cheap, but there's hey, not I... a large selection of stuff. See, I'd be down with that. If there was a website like that that would help support indie artists like our friends at Shunk Films, I'd be down for paying yeah. for that. That'd be awesome. Oh, That's the only thing I could think of. 
By the way, you know what is not a continuous payment? You know what you can have the game for as much as $20 and going down more is our awesome sponsor. Check them out. Today's show is brought to you by Audacity, the unforgettable party game for mischievous people. The game where dignity is overrated. Make sure you go to O-D-D-A-S-S-I-T-Y.com or selected stores. Make sure you use MADTRIO, all caps, all one word, for 10% off your final order. Make sure you tell Miss Adassi herself that the MADTRIO sent you. Do you want to keep up to date with the maddest of the mad at the MADTRIO podcast? Make sure you go to themadtrio.com or check out our social media feeds on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And seriously, check them out. They did add some new packs, the Audacity on the go and Audacity at the bar, both $15. You can get saved 10% off your final order if you do use that code. Check out our amazing sponsor. On that streaming service, I, I would love something that supported indie artists and was something that would send them straight to the pipeline, you know, that would be easy to find. I, I think that would be amazing. That would. I'm just kind of confused as to what they would really do if they even did try to come back, but... I I, I know, know I know what I would want is a, an actual rental store near me, but that's that's dead and gone. I I don't see that ever coming back. However, records officially outsell uh they outsell CDs and out, like like other forms of physical music. They haven't reached this height since the eighties. That's actually what I heard recently too. So and I think I, and I think I know why is because I think people are tired of on the go. And I've been saying this for years. The best thing about records is unless you're really damn good and the old guy can contest to this, it's really hard to find the song you want to listen to. Hey, you do it long enough to get pretty good at it. So I think that's, I mean, you know, I didn't know it was a chore until, you know, until all these other things be able to, it came out, you know, it was like, okay, one, two, three, team, the nail popped it down there and there you go. I mean, it was no big deal. But uh, I we think we did a, put a lot of years making our own mixtapes and stuff. So. But I, I think what it is though is to listen to a, a CD is you, you kind of got to be uh, uh, excuse me a record you kind of be got to be still. I mean, there's there's some requirements there. Um, agreed. Agreed. If you listen it, to if you listen to specifically online music, it's crap. Like if you listen to the CD or vinyl of boston's self-titled album versus any of the streaming services i've listened to they absolutely murder that song it's been a long time since i've even listened to a vinyl i i do it all the time yeah i know i I love but it's the act for me it's the same act the reason i love making cocktails it's the physical taking it out of sleeve looking at it blowing it off putting on the spindle putting the tone iron down the whole process is fun to me because then you get a chance to sit down and just relax and experience music, which I don't think a lot of people do these days because your music is secondary to whatever you're doing normally. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's times that I just listen to music, but most of the time it's generally just sitting in the car driving and having it playing in the background on the radio, but. Yeah, That's I mean, what most people do these days, I think. And I think it's a crime. Like, if you listen to Boston's self-title album, if you actually sit down and listen to it, it's an amazing album. I, it's actually one of my favorites. Or Days of Future Past by the Moody, Moody Blues. Sitting down and listening to it on vinyl or CD is amazing because it's such a soundscape. It's a story. And 
I think that's something people are listening to are missing is sitting down and experiencing things. Cause everybody now is so on the go. Everything is so fast paced that I, I think that's the one thing people do to kind of reset. Cause life is, you know, boom, 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 boom. Even TV shows are like that. Now everybody's like built in ADD. Pretty much. We're in a, you know, a multitask, multiple things going on, everything, you know, you always have something going on in the background these days. So there's like a, there's a video somewhere that made me laugh. It's a video of a woman uh, nursing a child, making breakfast and cleaning all at the same time. It's like, that's what everybody's doing constantly. And that's why I think music is making a comeback. I mean, the physical records. And I, I hope this is a trend. The other bad thing about digital music is the fact that there's so much that doesn't make the switch. Anytime you switch formats, there's a ton of stuff that's lost. The The biggest one I noticed was in when VHS kind of went away and CDs, the DVDs came. There's so many things that didn't make it. And that's another reason I think you need to keep vinyl around. It's just artists that just time forgets. Yeah, that just happens. I mean, I think that's with every artist whether it's you know whatever art form it is there's some point that you know they kind of get forgotten unless they're stuck in a museum but i think it helps it does a lot when it's uh, it happens a lot more when it's a musical artist i think unless you're teaching your kid to hear it or it's something that they are interested in themselves it's just going to kind of peter out over time and, and I'm, a, I'm a self-confessed music lover but I basically found, I found a copy of the Tijuana, I was a Tijuana brass band that I'd never heard of. And the old guy and I, uh, the old guy and me were sitting in my office listening to it. It's just, it's, it's mind blowing because it's just brass instruments playing and it's, I'd never heard of it before. And I'm an eighties baby. So that's why I love records though, too. It's just a different yeah, experience. It's a, it's a 60s album. So but yeah, I have 20 years more, right? I mean, it's, I, mean, I have I have a Mills brother record from 1955 that has long play 33 and a third from it is when there was the format war back in the fifties. I just, I know I, I love that type of thing, but that's always been within my Bailey bailiwick, to be honest. I just love my music taste is getting older as time goes on. I think, however, I really want to listen to that song Afro man song though. I'm going to have to make a, a thing of it this week. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll have to like try to find in, in Saturn News, Jurassic Park star Sam Neill treated for stage three blood cancer. Quote, I'm not afraid of dying, but it would highly annoy me. Huh. I, I love that quote. As, as somebody who's known a number of people who have passed away from cancer, um, I'm, I'm sad about this because I always loved this guy as an actor. Yeah, I did too. He was always a good actor. He, I don't think I saw him in anything I didn't enjoy him in. Yeah, well, that says a lot then. I think and yeah. maybe I'm wrong. He's never been a, an actor that to me that, that stands out, but every time you see him, you're like, it's him. It's like, was it William H Macy and a bunch of other guys who, you know, are good actors, but they don't, for some reason, they're not like, you know, a title actors. So I, uh, I was kind of bummed when I saw that this, 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 when I saw it, it took a bit of wind out of my sails and everybody makes accounting mistakes. Everybody, you know, misses a period here and there or a apostrophe when it comes to money. Uh, South Carolina's embattled top accountant will step down next month after a three to $3.5 billion error. The end of fiscal three point five billion. Three point five billion. That's billion with a B, folks. 
Who was this? What state was this again? What uh, state? South Carolina. Jeez. How did they have that much money? So, uh, ended the fiscal uh, a fiscal year, reported he oversaw an, an according to resign, uh, resignation letter Thursday that was obtained by the, the AP. The Republican contra- Comptroller General Richard Ekstrom, decision to leave the post he has held for 20 years, came after intense scrutiny of his performance following the blunder amidst rising calls for him to either quit or be removed. By the way, I there's got to be another word. I don't think $3.5 is a blunder. So what what... What did he do? I mean, other than did he drop a period? I, I mean, what, what did he do? That's what I'm actually looking for. I'm looking through the article. I didn't get a chance to read this article, unfortunately. It doesn't I mean, say. Did, go, did that money go into his bank account? Right. It doesn't actually say right here that I see in this article by AP News, basically saying the buck stops with him. Um. Let's yeah. see. Good going, AP. Let's get the true story. What What is it? Report next week. What is it that this guy actually did? Yeah. I'll have to look more into this because I don't see anything. Everything's saying, you know, he really willfully neglected his duties. You know, something like he was, he's a nice guy, all these little things. I don't know, but that's a hell of a, that's a big, uh, a giant oops. Usually and when I do vacationing in the Bahamas, I mean, drinking mojitos. Usually my oops are like, oh, I couldn't afford McDonald's today. That's uh. Three point five billion. Good God! Jeez. Oh, uh, yeah, that's fireable. <laughs> well, what did he do? Overpay state workers? Did he? Did he underpay healthcare? Did he? I mean, it's going to be something like that. I can guarantee it. Oh, here's here's something I wanted to bring up last week, the week before that, that made me sad. Um, Warner Brothers Discovery CFO on Harry Potter and Lord of the Ring franchises. We're only just starting to expand. So as somebody who has heard nothing good about the Amazon um, uh, Lord of the Rings stuff, this scares the shit out of me. Uh, did you ever, did you watch the Prime? Your, your comments Your comments on it made me not want to watch it. Well, Same with the Wheel of Time. Yeah. Uh, well. And by the way, for, for Lord of the Rings, this is 100% because Christopher Tolkien passed away he was so mad at peter jackson he basically said as long as he's alive nobody's ever going to do everything ever again and now that he's passed away i have a feeling that fans of lord of the rings and fans of harry potter are going to have to fight fans of anything are going to have to fight for these people not to butcher things that's um they were already been expanding the harry potter universe with um what is it uh the legacy uh, no, it's the Fantastic Beast. Ah, well, the first two because were decent. All the Fantastic Beasts are in the Harry Potter universe, and I think there's even young Dumbledore in one of them. I think he's yeah. So, I think he's like in his twenties. Yeah, so it's that's an expansion of that universe already. I mean, they were discussing doing a TV show. Didn't they do the video game recently? It was released or something. And yeah, so, Harry Potter. I, I don't know. I just, Harry's Potter, uh, Harry Potter Legacy. It's actually a pretty decent game. Um, it's definitely geared towards fans. Yeah. Um, I watched the first Fantastic Beast. I barely paid attention to the second one. So, I mean, they just really petered out real quick. Um, is, is, I, I just think like expanding universes like that isn't necessary. Um, well, Lord of the Rings. I think you could with Lord of the Rings with the amount of backstory there is. The problem... Yeah. 
is you butcher it. Like if you take a look what uh, Superman, Henry Cavill, Cavill, why he quit playing the Witcher is because he was, he's such a geek. He's so it's like, you got to do the source material. He quit because all he did was badger the people about this is not the material. This is not the story. And I think that's what's going to happen is you're not going to have people like Peter Jackson who get the fact, who love the story, but also realize you have to make changes and do the best changes you can. Now, some of those changes really piss me off with Lord of the Rings. I think this is just going to yeah. turn out ugly. And my, and my complaint with Lord of the Rings is where what major one is when they give Aragorn the sword, Aragorn, sure. that part really bugs me, but I'm also a fan of the source material and I can understand why the average person is, is like, whatever. It was still a good story. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think that's what people with the, even the wheel of time is there's people who never read the books that are like, Oh, this isn't too bad. And there's people who like me finally started reading the books and they're like, okay, uh, this is makes no sense. <laughs> so, <laughs> but then again, I'm also the one who started reading the book and it took me a year just to get to the first chapter. <laughs> of wheel of time so, oh yeah the the beginning of wheel of time it's like i started reading it i got like five or six pages in and then went on a tangent for about a year of reading other things before i got back to it and then i and now i'm all the way up in book uh 10 or 11 now wow the masochist so, has his limits round of applause for that well i came back to it i fit i finished the first book <laughs> Yeah, but the first, I, it's just, I've read maybe through the first chapter. The, it's such a hard book to get through. I actually want to get the audiobook at some point. Uh, I, yeah, you can try that. Uh, let's see. Because I, I just couldn't, I couldn't get through it. Yeah, I'm just about done with book 10. Our, uh, yeah. our dearly departed co-host, Jeff Michael, rest his soul, really loved that book series. Yeah, he was always like, it's way better than Lord of the Rings. It's better than Game of Thrones. It's better than all these. All these other books are trash in comparison. And that that description never made me excited to read them. And, you know, I had him and one of my other brothers talking to me about, yeah, they are good. You just got to stick with it. Yeah, he and, constantly, you know, he, he was constantly praising Wheel of Time. And, and that alone was the reason I didn't start for years. Because it was like, okay, you're hyping it too much. Now I know it can't be as good as you're yeah, saying. You went robot on us again. Oh, well, it's going to, so basically it Figure came. out what you're going to do with it. I'm just going to leave everything in. Everybody's going to see all the glitches, warts and all. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so we're, we're pretty much um, ending the episode Check out Afro Man, uh, Afro Man's new thing, just because I find it hilarious. Uh, I'm going to stay up to date on the court case because I'm fascinated by that. Yeah, it will be an interesting one to see what the ruling is. I'm kind of curious. How do you have privacy when you're breaking into, into somebody's home, whether law enforcement or not? That is super fascinating. Any other things you guys yeah, want to talk about? It will be interesting about? to see what the court. No, I think that this one is a good one yep. to end up on, John, because yeah. I think it'll be interesting to see what happens uh, in the I, courts agreed. where it goes. Yeah. Agreed. Right. Wrap All it right. up. So, ladies and Get gentlemen, for myself, the California Pariah, for James, the Fat Man Stevens, and Rob, the old guy, as always, thank you for listening. Goodbye.